You are listening to the Live Diet Free Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Avant, personal trainer, sports nutritionist, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help you lose weight for the last time without sacrificing your quality of life to do it. So pop your headphones in, go for a walk, and learn how to become the healthiest, happiest, and most confident version of yourself. Welcome back to the Live Diet Free Podcast. I'm excited for another client interview today. And with us, we have our incredible client, Sherry, who is going to tell us about her experience coaching, how she was feeling before she started working with us, and just the incredible progress that she's made and the lessons that you can learn from her, from her successes, from her struggles. So I'm really grateful to have you here tonight, Sherry. And I'd love if you started out with just an introduction of who you are, what you do, where you live, and that sort of thing. Yeah, so um, I'm an active duty military um, Air Force member. Um, I'm uh, E9 in the Air Force, and I operate a squadron of roughly about 302 people. My husband and I have been serving the military for 26 years now, and I'm very close to retirement uh, I'll be actually be retiring in January. Um, where I live is Hawaii, and Hawaii has been amazing since we've been here, and I've learned a lot about myself. Uh, it's been actually quite the blessing being here during this past year with all the pandemic stuff going on. Uh, we've just had some things available to us that many people don't like the beaches and the outside. Um, and uh, I'm really at a point in my life that I was just really tired of feeling bad all the time. I have a autoimmune disorder of fibromyalgia. And so I've been really struggling in the last, oh, probably six or seven years for sure uh, with low level pain, um, a lot of bloating, not knowing how to um, just kind of control the symptoms that I was having. And that diagnosis is actually pretty recent. And so over the last two years, um, once I got diagnosed last January, uh, I really tried to hone in my diet. And so my husband and I did a plant-based diet for a year. And although I felt better in some regards, um, I had very little weight loss. I think I might've lost six pounds total and eventually gained it back. Um, I was really I learned a lot in that last year, I will say. I learned a lot about myself. I learned about some things that maybe didn't agree with me. And I also learned um, kind of what to stay away from, but also that I could commit to something um, for a long period of time because we did this for 11 months uh, consistently. And we, I maybe had a handful of meals that were not vegan or plant-based. And so when I started this journey um, with you back in January, I was really ready just to feel better. Um, I did, I'm getting ready for retirement. And I know this may sound strange to some, but I really don't. It was a good time for me to start doing this, number one, because I had a very big goal in mind um, with my personal life. But also, I really wanted to be fit. I wanted to be um, healthy. I didn't want to hurt anymore. Uh, and I wanted to be capable of living a very active retirement, even though I was going to be no longer working. And so for me, this just kind of aligned really well. And uh, I met you through Facebook, uh, through one of the Peloton pages. I had reached out asking some somebody for some help because, because I was really struggling with losing weight. And um, I was very interested in macro uh, counting. 
And so when you reached out to me and we talked on the phone, it was just a, a, a match. We, we melded really well and uh, we got along immediately. You were easy to talk to. Uh, and I could truly tell that you've taken a lot of time in, out of your day and your time and your career to make this something um, that'll work for people. And uh, I knew that you would have my best interest in mind. And so that's why I decided to go with you. Thank you so much for that. And I'm so glad that you did. I want to touch on a couple of things that you mentioned. First of all, thank you and your husband both so much for your service. And for those of you listening, that's 26 years apiece. <laughs> so just, just incredible. Um, and the other thing is kind of the way that you reflected on your plant-based experience. I feel like, you know, a lot of our listeners have tried a lot of different things and it's very easy for us to feel like anything that didn't work in the end was a waste of time. And I love that the way you referred to it was really just kind of like a learning experience and that you you found positives in it in that you proved to yourself you could be committed to something. You learned some things about your body and how it reacts to different foods. So rather than feeling like, oh, that year was a waste, well, you know, I didn't I didn't lose that much weight, why bother? You've put a, you know, a positive reframe on it and I think undoubtedly knowing that you're someone who is capable of being committed helped you when you started working with us because you knew, okay, this is this is part, part of who I am. I can commit to things. I can do the work. I can be consistent. So for any of you listening who kind of feel like you've had these quote unquote failures, this is a, a much better way to think about them. What have those experiences taught you? What's the lesson here? What have you proven to yourself and what can you take with you in the future so that kind of the next time you try, you are more likely to kind of have it stick and be successful. So when we first talked, you had a really cool kind of physical goal that you were working towards. You had something happening this summer. Tell us uh, about that. Yeah. So um, since moving to Hawaii, my husband is a disabled veteran and he was connected with a sailing team here within two weeks of our arrival, actually, in 2019. And um, during that time, they were preparing, the team was preparing for the Transpac race, which is a big blue ocean Pacific race uh, from Long Beach, California to Honolulu, Hawaii. And although we weren't able to participate that year, we were able to assist in getting the boat ready, getting the crew ready and participating in a little bit of their training. And so this year, we, uh, the skipper had decided we were going to do the Transpac again. And so although I wasn't going to do the Transpac race itself just because of work commitments, I did plan to do the transit. And that means we were going to bring the boat from Honolulu all the way to Long Beach. And that's uh, um, 20 days on the ocean. <laughs> it's a long boat ride. Um, and... I wanted to be prepared for that. And I knew the way that I felt in January, I was not prepared for that. I was tired. I was not just tired, like I want to sleep. I was physically fatigued, mentally, um, physically. Um, I had a lot of stress going on and my body just hurt all the time. I was either bloated or have low level pains um, that just wear you down, to be honest with you. And so I really wanted to see what I could do in order to make um, my goal of being physically fit, ready to perform, and ready to be there when I needed to be in order to support the team. Because uh, it's not something you want to do is go on the ocean when you're just not physically ready, especially for that long of a period. And so 
that was kind of our end goal. And unfortunately, this past Sunday, uh, we have decided that the team just was not going to make it to TransPAC. Uh, we um, just didn't have enough depth, not necessarily experience, but very good, talented people. We just didn't have enough depth and knowledge of the boat in order for us to do that. But although that's sad, um, this I was really good at reflecting, at least, and I'm not tooting my own horn. I really think sometimes we just need to brag on ourselves because we don't do that enough. I was really good about writing down my whys and why I was doing this because um, similar to you, I've been teaching resilience for a long time. And I believe that we cannot have all of our whys or all of our reasons in one basket. And so the only, the, the reason I lost the, wanted to lose the weight or was successful wasn't just for the trans pack. That certainly did help, but I really had so many other reasons why I wanted to do that. And so when I reflect back now on that, it's not necessarily sad. I think back of what if I didn't start this in January? Uh, I would not have done as well as I had. I would not be where I am today, which is almost pain-free and um, feeling good most days. And I, uh, I look forward to my workouts. I look forward to tracking. I'm enjoying um, understanding and knowing and learning about my body and what makes me feel good. And I know that when I retire in January, I'm going to walk away with tools that are going to that are going to lead me to a lifestyle that I want to be proud of and happy and can reflect back and say, what if I didn't do that? And so I really have, um, I've learned a lot this last year and a half about myself. And um, this journey has just been really special uh, and really made me reach things in my life that I didn't think I'd be able to reach right now. So it's been great. That is so cool. And I love that you know, you're, you're so forward thinking that rather than kind of arriving at retirement and being like, okay, how do I tackle this? You started so well in advance that now, you know, like you said, you have the confidence, you have the tools, you have the habits to transition into it and just have it feel easier. You're already in such a good place that now when you're not working full-time, think about how much easier it's going to be to continue to be active and feed yourself well and things like that, because you set yourself up for that success. So Absolutely. Deserve all the pats on the back. I was actually just thinking as you were talking about resiliency that we might have to come come back to a separate episode on resiliency because I think it's an incredibly useful topic as it relates to, you know, kind of being in a weight loss journey or a, a lifestyle change journey for the long haul. But without getting, you know, kind of too into it, what, how would you, what advice would you give to the listeners out there who are feeling really kind of beat down by how long the process is taking, how you know hard they feel like they're working for for little payoff and things like that. How how does someone develop resiliency and continue to kind of bounce back and continue to try when they're feeling really down or you know kind of down and out? Oh, that's something that I could take a long time unpacking because it's so different for everybody. Um, but you know, resilience is a learned skill. So many people feel that resilience is something that we are born with. I think that there are maybe some people out there that are certainly um, have a tendency to be more positive thinking than others. However, we really can change our mindsets if we practice them, practice changing them every day. And so one of the things that I really loved about this program was the fact that we had to reflect 
on three good things that happened this week. And when we're feeling down or we don't feel like our progress is fast enough, you know, sometimes that's just us losing sight of the end result. And so for me, when I'm feeling discouraged, it's usually because I can tie it back to something I didn't do quite right, right? Maybe I wasn't tracking my everything I ate or I didn't do my workouts like I, I um, should have. Or maybe it was as simple as I just didn't get my walks in that week because I noticed a lot of my weight loss would slow down a little bit when I got so busy that I couldn't get my extra walks in. And to be honest with you, in this, with this program, I was actually surprised how little I worked out. I'm not saying I didn't work out a lot, I, but I was working, my weight sessions were 20, 25 minutes. My uh, walks were, you know, one to three miles, just depending on how much I walked during the day, but it was a, a nice reflection time. And so when you go back to this theme of resilience and how we can become more resilient, I personally feel, and I, I know what it's done in my life, is that I try to focus on one positive thing when I'm feeling negative. And I'm already a positive person, and I have to do this, especially on the days that I'm feeling exhausted and tired, and I just want to give up. I focus on what did I, what did I do right today? Okay, so maybe my tracking wasn't perfect, but I got my workout in and I'm, and, I, and I'm feeling better and my clothes are fitting better. And I look for those non-scale victories that we harp on so much in this program because they matter. It's not just the number on the scale. I know for a fact I'm sitting at 160 and I look different than I did at 160 when I was in my 30s. And so, and I'm only 5'2", so I still have a little ways to go, but I also know I carry a lot of muscle weight. So I don't stress about the number anymore. I stress about how am I feeling in my clothes? Do I feel confident? Um, do I look good? When I look in the mirror, am I pleased with who I am? And if I can say yes at the end of the day, then I know I did the good day. And on the days where I tell myself no, I have to remind myself to be Mindful of the things that we should be positive, thinking positive about, and then figure out how we can change that mindset. There's so much more I could talk about with that, but I don't want to take up all the time today. <laughs> I, we, I really will. Uh, I think we'll bring you back and do a, an entire episode on that because I think it would be so helpful. Because like you, like you mentioned, the mental side of it is really the key. And a lot of times we kind of fixate on the tactical, like, what do I do? How much do I eat? How do I exercise? And overlook like this major elephant in the room, which is mm -hmm. the mindset piece. I think you said something so spot on, which is that you can train your brain. You can teach yourself how to think differently and how to find, you know, the silver lining or the positives rather than dwelling on the negative all the time. And I think that's something I know before I really started diving into, you know, psychology and behavior change and, and mindset work just never really even occurred to me that, that you choose your thoughts and that you could practice thinking differently. So I think it's a really good reminder that just like you have to practice, you know, meal prepping and estimating portions and your form in the gym and you have to put in the reps to get better at something, you can do that with your, with your brain too. And yeah. you'll be so much better off if you do. And what's fun about that is when people understand that their thoughts are what's going to drive their behavior, 
then maybe they can connect their negative thoughts to negative behavior and their positive thoughts to the positive behavior that we're trying to see every day. And so it is, it's a magical thing when you can realize and really understand who you are and then de develop who you want to be and live based off of your goals, your values, and, and how you want to live out your relationships. It's a very powerful tool when you learn how to use it. That is so good. I feel like for some some people listening, there was like the, the the record scratch where it came to a screeching halt, and they're like, "Wait, what now?" That's that. I it blew my mind when I was first introduced to that concept as well. That your thoughts, you you have a you have a, a circumstance that is neutral. It doesn't feel neutral because you have assigned a thought to it that makes you feel one way or another. But the circumstance itself. It just is. And then you feel a certain way about it based on how you've chosen to think about it. And when you realize that you're choosing those thoughts, you realize that you can then make yourself feel differently. And how you're feeling, like Sherry just said, dictates how you how you show up. If you're telling yourself that, you know, say using tracking food as an example, that's just a neutral thing. I am, you know, I am keeping a food journal. If you are telling yourself, I'm not good at this. I don't know how to do it. This is stupid. It's not going to make a difference. You feel really negative about it and mm -hmm. you're, you're frustrated or you're resistant. And when you're feeling that way, you're not going to make a very good effort. You're going to kind of half-ass it, if at all. And you're, you're eventually going to make that become a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's not going to be worth it. It's not going to do anything if you're not showing up and, and doing your best to make the most out of it. So instead, if you take that same circumstance, I'm keeping a food journal, and you say, this is going to be such a great learning experience. I'm, you know, I'm inexperienced, but I can learn. I'm excited to develop the awareness that's going to, you know, any of those positive things, then you're feeling empowered, you're hopeful, you're curious, and that's going to help you show up so much more differently. And then in turn, that's going to be what gets you the positive results. So all of that stems, stems back to how you're thinking. Absolutely. So good. I did not did not see that uh, that tangent coming, but that was so good. Um, so let's bring it back to to you specifically for a minute. Tell us about your accomplishments in your your first few months with us. Yeah. So the first two months, almost the first two months, I was losing between two and three pounds a week, which was actually quite quick. Um, however, I had a lot of energy. So Meg and I decided to kind of keep the, keep the train rolling. But when I noticed my body didn't feel as pep, had enough pep in my step throughout the day, then we, we did, we upped our, my calories. Um, and then it started to drop between, um, one and a, and a pound and a half each week, which I was completely okay with. Um, so far in my journey, I've lost 18 pounds and 24 inches, which has been amazing to me, how quickly the inches has been flying off. And even on the weeks where I maybe lost a half a pound, when I would see that I've lost three inches, and I'm like, how is that even possible? Um, it was exciting. And um, one thing that I really did that helped me in my journey is I found um, a friend of mine, I hadn't actually been in communication with her for many years, but she recently went through her own weight loss journey and had used macros accounting to do it and hired a professional coach. And that's what actually got me thinking I need to just step out of my comfort zone and go ahead and hire somebody to do this because um, I need help. And she did it. And man, she lost like 80 pounds. And she actually just finished her first fitness competition. She looks amazing. 
And so I used her as, um, not used her in a negative way, but her, she was my go-to. So every Saturday when I, I would do my results, I would then send them to Meg so we could celebrate. Um, but I would also send them to her. And so I had somebody outside of my journey that has been through it, knows the struggles and could cheer me on. And that was really, really helpful. Um, my husband was super supportive too. Every day when I would wake, every Saturday, I'd wake him up and say, can you please come and measure me? <laughs> and he would do it and he would do it with a smile. And I remember every time he would put the camera up to take my picture in a bathing suit, which is never comfortable. Uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, people are going to see this. And he would be like, you look so good. And so I had just such really amazing support. Um, but I, I, I thrive off of making people happy. And so I told Meg when we started it, and I think I told you this when we first started that I really am a people pleaser. And so uh, I knew one thing I would do well in this journey was to try to, to please myself, but also to please Meg and the people that were on the journey with me and share in that good news. Cause I love giving and receiving good news. So it's been a great journey. For sure. Absolutely. Those are just incredible accomplishments. And I think you're right. You know, part of part of what helps, part of what makes coaching help people is that you do have kind of this person that you want to report good news to. You want to say, yes, I did it. You want to kind of get the pat on the back. But I love that you mentioned, I also want to make myself happy because I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we just kind of rely on that external um you know, support or sort of sense of obligation and never also turn it inward and think, you know what, I'm the most important person in my life to be Mm -hmm. making happy and to be making proud. And something we've been this month in our uh, our one-on-one in our uh, club coaching group, we've been focusing on mental health. And one of the things that we've been talking about is kind of the reputation that you have with yourself and how over the course of time, we just kind of... (laughs) Can, can have a pretty negative reputation with ourselves where, you know, we set goals each week and we don't accomplish them or we say we're going to do things and then we don't follow through and we just kind of prove ourselves to be untrustworthy. And it's a process to decide why, why would I be okay with showing up for everybody in my life but me? How come I don't let my dentist down? I don't, I don't no-show my dentist appointments. How come I you know, wouldn't leave my kids at school and just decide I'm not going to pick them up today? How come I'm the only person that I you know, don't consistently show up for? And let me work on addressing that. And I think you, know, you, you did it kind of in, in the exact right way of using the outside support and also remembering that showing up for yourself, not just everybody else is equally important. Absolutely. Yes. And I try to hound that into my 21 year old son right now, who's struggling with his own weight loss journey. And I remind him not to do it for anybody else, but himself. Uh, Cause that's when you're really going to find the, the best reward is when you can say, you know what, I didn't need everybody else. It was nice having that help, but I know without a doubt, I could have done this on my own. And, um, the journey was literally mine. Normally I try to drag my husband in on it. Like, Hey, we're going to eat X, Y, and Z, and we're going to work out. And I, he did his stuff. I did mine and I felt good about it. I didn't feel like I needed a workout partner. I needed somebody to, to say, you know, you probably shouldn't eat that today. It was, it was me. And that, and that's a big thing to remember when you're um, finally ready to lose the weight, you'll, you won't need anybody else to 
not necessarily help you through the journey, but coach you in a way that is a negative for you, I guess is, you know, because I think sometimes you can rely on those people so, to the point where they become your crutch and you no longer hold yourself accountable for the things that you're doing. Um, and so, yeah, you have to do it for you. I love that. I think you're absolutely right. Cause I, I'm sure there are people listening who are thinking, well, it's great that she's had so much support, but you know, my husband wouldn't take the pictures. He wouldn't say anything nice. Or, you know, I don't have a friend who I could do that with. And like you said, you know, all of those things are great to have, of course, and they certainly help, but you can also, the, the, the magic is, is within you. If you decide I'm doing this for me, you can do it yep. even if you don't have that immediate support. And, and for sure, reaching out, you know, getting, getting a coach can certainly help you create that for yourself. But at the end of the day, I think it, it boils down to just taking ownership. If you yeah. are getting results, it's because of the work that you're putting in. If you're not getting results, it's because of the work you're not putting in. Um, right. And it's easy to, like you said, use people as either a crutch or an excuse. Well, if I had more support at home, then I could do it um, and things like that. And at the end of the day, it's it's just not. It's all on you. Mm -hmm. And I think when when you stop waiting for other people in your life to be ready, when you stop you know, relying on your husband to be your workout partner or for him to get on board with the latest diet that you're doing and you just decide... I'm doing this for me. It's important to me and I'm going to do it regardless of, of your support or not. Not only are you going to be more successful and happier sooner, but oftentimes that inspires the people around you in, in its own right. That then, you know, kind of they see you feeling better and looking better and being happier and it kind of piques their interest and you've done it without, you know, nagging or trying to kind of drag them. All you can do at the end of the day is, is focus on yourself. That's right. That's right. I think you will always give the time to the things that are important to you. Plain and simple. <laughs> there really is. You you want to see where somebody's priorities are, see where they spend their money, see where they spend their time. Yeah, and exactly. I think, you know, that can be a rude awakening when, you know, a lot of us say that things are important to us and aren't actually doing those things. So it can be a tough pill to swallow to decide, okay, either I'm going to start acting in accordance with the person that I say I am or that I want to be. Or I'm going to acknowledge that actually, you know what? That's not that important to me right now. That's fine too. If weight loss isn't your goal right now, that's fine. But to be living in that kind of juxtaposition where you're saying one thing and not acting in accordance, that's where, they're, where you get stuck. So, you know, decide yeah. your priorities and then act accordingly. Yep. And you do a good job in this program of getting us into our why very quickly. And so I just encourage anybody that's doing this to write your whys down in a place that you will see them frequently. And so for me, I put them on the fridge because we usually eat at the bar. It's just my husband and I home now. Our kids are out of the house. Uh, and so I saw them every day. And it wasn't. And every time I would think of another why, I would add it to the list. Um, and so for me, it was an, a gentle nudge every day as to why I'm doing this journey so that I didn't fall off the wagon. I love that. And we encourage doing the same thing with the non-scale victories. It's like, get that running mm -hmm. list going because yeah. it's, it's normal for, you know, for your brain to pick out the negative stuff and to dwell on the one thing that, you know, didn't go super well. And if you have this, you know, tangible thing that you can look at and say, oh, remember when this happened and all oh, that went better and it just grows and grows, it really helps you get out of that mindset of, you know, focusing on the negative or getting hung up on the scale. And I think, you know, the, the commonality is write that stuff down and 
and put it mm-hmm. somewhere that you can actually look at it again. It's not like a one and done, you go through the work and then you never think about it again. It needs to stay at the forefront and to have it actually physically somewhere that you're like, oh yeah, is super helpful. Yep, exactly. All right. So to kind of wrap us up, what would you say to someone who is maybe feeling how you were a couple of years ago or back in January where you're not super happy and, um, and you know you want to make some changes what advice would you give to someone who's feeling that way now? Um, for me, it was the fear of reaching out and then being judged for doing so. Because I think people just, they look at you and like, you know what you need to do. You just need to do it. And it's, it's more than that. It's, yes, I knew that I could, you know, try to count my calories. But when you don't really feel like you know enough to make the results to happen, it's really, it's really just, your mind is at ease when somebody is saying, this is what we're going to try. Trust the process. And we talked about that a lot in this past four months It's trust the process. And when it's not working, we'll make an adjustment. And so for just do it, as I guess what I would say is just figure out what you need to do to motivate yourself to get out there and make that change. Um, I have had too many years feeling like I'm tired, fatigued, my body hurts. And to be honest with you, and I look back now and I think, why, why didn't I do this sooner? I really think it's our own, our journeys are our own. And I, this happened at the right time for me. Um, so figure out what your whys are and then look at that list and ask yourself, what is more important? My whys and what I want to do or that food that is just going to give me a satisfaction that only lasts for a few minutes. And then you feel bad about eating it anyway. Um, and I'm a social eater. So this was very hard for me. We even had our eating friends come in town this month and I lost weight while they were here. (laughs) So it has been super important for me to maintain the person that I want to be. So figure out who that is for you, own it, and then reach out for help if that's what you need. And that's what I would encourage everybody to do. That is so good. I'm not even going to add on to that because that, that is it. Figure out who you want to be, own it, and then get the help that you need to become that person. That's it. Yeah. Sherry, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story with us. You are just an incredible person and we're so fortunate to have you in our community. And uh, once, we, once we wrap, we can talk about coming back for a follow-up episode and, uh, and talk about resilience. That would be guys for listening and I look forward to our next episode. Thank you for listening to the Live Diet Free podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love to have you join me in my Facebook group by the same name, Live Diet Free. This is the most valuable weight loss and lifestyle group on Facebook. I have created it to be more valuable than courses you would pay money for. It has everything from years worth of trainings all about sustainable weight loss on topics that you request to workouts you can do from home to recipes to a weekly live Q&A that I do every Monday based on your questions. I would love to have you in there. You can join at estheravanfacebook.com slash groups slash live diet free.